Jacob, do you hear that? Is that a sound on the roof? Could it be a new episode of a whole new pod? That's right, folks. It's a whole new pod, a podcast all about Disney Channel original movies, watching them, reviewing them, overanalyzing them, and very occasionally liking them. I'm joined by my co-host, Jacob Telejohn. Say my name, Jacob. Lucas Melby? You're goddamn right. That's what the kids nowadays call a pop culture reference, and this was the most planned intro for a show we've ever had. And I'm even prepared. I am wearing a Heisenberg t-shirt today. Yes, to further explain what the fuck even any of that was, (laughs) is we are both covering a Christmas decom today, Twas the Night, Christmas in July. It's like we planned it. Yes, We didn't, but it's a... If we're not reviewing it in December, it's a good month to review it. Damn right. And Twas the Night is starring Brian Cranston. Yes. Most Notably. famously now known for Breaking Bad. And the Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Of the era that we are seeing him now, he would have been known for Malcolm in the Middle, like Frankie Muniz yeah. in Miracle on Lane 2. And yes, he was in Power Rangers as Zordon. This was all something we briefly discussed in the last episode that I cut out <laughs> because, oh my gosh, I cut out a lot of the last episode. Oh no. I went on for like three minutes talking about Friday the 13th movies. That's not in there because I, we respect your time as a listener audience and I am very anxious about ever recording an episode where we talk about the actual movie for about the running time of the real movie. That's something that we're hopefully going to carry um, into here. Hour and 30 minutes. Uh, hopefully less. Oh, man. Also, selfishly, that I don't That's how long the movie I don't want to have to edit episodes when they're that long, but because yeah. I am meticulous about, eh, you know what? We don't need to talk about uh, how Krispy Kreme Donut Shop was a very uh, important location in the Power Rangers movie, apparently. Mm, but yes. I kept all the stuff talking about Sam having stomach issues. Most of that stayed in. <laughs> Yeah, a whole new pod is essentially now a monthly podcast. That seems yes. we seem to be consistent with that. Gotta we stay do have brand. the excuse that last weekend would have been our weekend to record, but it was the Fourth of July. July. But honestly, and this has been the case for a lot of years, or at least the last maybe four, you could say about uh, America that there hasn't been a ton to celebrate. Wow! And I don't know what Jacob did. I respected whether he had plans or not, but I did absolutely nothing on the I don't 4th remember. of July. I don't remember yesterday. I think her town did shoot off fireworks, but I couldn't even be bothered to. I didn't think it was a town. I think it was just people. Yeah, definitely people were. Just people. People do it all the but time. But I couldn't be bothered to go outside or move towards a window or no, anything. I, I mean, we get them around. We got them last night till like 1 a.m. Bang, every like 20 minutes. But also coinciding partially with the 4th of July and a little bit before, we've had a bunch of spike in positive cases yes. of coronavirus in our we've, area. We've had a couple at my work oh, a few weeks ago. Then it probably was good that I'd be like, hey, you know, I'll keep Jacob at arm's length because, well, we're not wearing masks right now, but maybe we should. <laughs> but yeah, the bars opened up to allow people inside. And, you know, me and Jacob come from a background where we've never drank Jacob kind of enjoys bar culture in a weird voyeuristic way that isn't as like creepy and problematic as it could be or as it maybe sounds. But I just don't understand like like I get socializing with people and I miss hanging out with our friends in person. But like the idea of just like I need to go to a bar. The drinks are more expensive than if you made them at home. 
bar people are generally shitty people, but I guess if you're a shitty person who wants to go to a bar, then you like the shitty people out yes. of bars. And it just seems like a lifestyle that, I don't know, is depressing in maybe, like, extreme cases and just, like, very, I don't know. Especially in this circumstance of, like, all the things I got infected doing, it's because I rushed out to go to a bar right away. So that's why I was like, well, 4th of July, spiking cases, and I had a, a hunch that maybe it would uh, spread potentially to Jacob's workplace because <laughs> of maybe some Venn diagram crossover between the two. So that's why we took a week off, but we're back and we're feeling strong. And unlike how I felt at the end of Halloween Town 2, I'm feeling good. I We watched a good one today. We had fun watching this one as i said at the top of the episode occasionally we like the decoms yeah the, and the, i feel like it's been a while since i really felt strongly there was nothing really to not like about, about this movie very briefly I at the beginning really. of the movie there was some stuff i wasn't a fan of but for the most part yeah this is we weren't bashing it it. usually a, we like just talk shit during the whole movie it was a straight we, we were more banger. laughing i think than anything yeah with little peter so I think that's all I really had for the top of the show, so we can just get right into it. As we already mentioned, Twas the Night is the name of the movie, and we get that right away. Title card, we see a nice little house. The mailbox says Wrigley. This is the family. Wrigley. The Wrigley the gum. family. They, they own the gum company. And they've got some you know, snow on the ground, some Christmas lights, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Twas the Night title card pops up, and we're hearing narration from... I guess kind of the main character, Danny, but he's not necessarily... Second main character, maybe. He's not as like forceful of a main character as some DCOMs where it's like, he's a kid, so he has to be the main character. That's more It Cranston. gets balanced out with Brian Cranston, which is good that they've fully utilized him yeah. in like a really good way. So part of what the narration we're getting from Danny is... is it's a combination of like him reading Twas the Night, but then it kind of yeah. morphs into him just like introducing his family. But before that... We actually get this quick cut, and this is like the one part of the movie I didn't like so much because it's the weird sped upness of DCOMs where we're seeing like, oh, they were hanging up stockings and they're ripping down the stockings, grabbing lights, and it's all like unspooling from a tree going really fast and erratic. And it's all to the final reveal that we see Santa Claus bound and gagged. In a chair. And I don't even know if we see that in the actual movie happen, do we? Very briefly. And okay. it is uh, certainly a, an astonishing opening <laughs> to yeah. a Christmas movie to have that. But this is this is like days before this actually happens. It's, it's like a pre... Uh, so what happens maybe, maybe like a day is or... we're seeing the night of Christmas or Christmas Eve. And then like we flashback or fast like a day. rewind to like a Earlier day in the day, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and I had read about the first paragraph of the plot synopsis, and I'm like, oh, this seems to maybe go in some directions. I'm surprised a DCOM does. And it's not, like, as extreme, but there's still some uh, more adult situations that get spun in, like, a goofy way. Yeah. Uh, and on Disney+, Plus, the categories of this, I think, are crime. Christmas, family, crime. and crime, crime. Which, I'm surprised, how many other crime movies could even be on Disney+, Disney. Plus? because I think they basically said that they will never have any, like, rated R movies on there. Maybe, like, Clue? Though I think I've heard Hamilton has some swearing in it, so maybe that's... Would Clue be? Is that a... I don't know if... That no, I'm pretty sure Clue is PG or PG thirteen. Oh, but I mean, like a crime. Oh yeah, sure. Clue is a crime. <laughs> crime, crime film. Uh, would Goodfellas be a crime oh. movie? The Godfather yes. is a crime movie. Yes. 
Yeah, we see Santa tied up. Oh my gosh, stunning. Cold open. Dun dun. And then we. And he look. is. He's knocked out, isn't he? Still, or was he well, waking up? We can up? kind of presume. He's yeah, he's got his eyes. He's knocked shut. out. I mean, that's the description says Santa is knocked out cold. Yeah, and then we get an intro of the family yeah. in a rhyming scheme that I did not mark uh, anything down, but we've got the workaholic dad, yeah. the mom who is bad at baking. Those are basically the only characteristics we get for the parents because they are not in. They're this not movie. in the movie at all. Uh, then we get the sister, I believe Caitlin was her name, who is very bright. Trigonometry book. We see in her hand. reading, uh, yeah, a textbook on Christmas Eve, yeah, and that will, study, that's study. all we need to know that she is a tech wizard. We talk about some tech wizards, like how Marnie just randomly became a tech wizard. This girl knows her shit. Yes, she is everything. A, she is a true. She is a. Uh, she's a tech witch. Jean, uh, whatever that that movie we did. Genius. Smart. smart yeah. Smart. <laughs> smart she's house. A real hoof she's a real smart house <laughs> in human form. She's a smart house. Yes. She's the one fixing Santa's computer. Yeah. Slay. And then probably the Peter. Most- Hello, Santa. One of the most. Baffling character, <laughs> probably the most baffling character in I've any. ever encountered in a decom is the little movie. brother Peter. Peter, who is kind of he's got orange hair, yeah, very British looking teeth, and at times in this movie he sounds maybe British. I don't even know his voice. Hello, he looks like he's probably like eight or ten, but he talks like he would be in like a Charles Two Dickens movie. Please, sir, I want so much. Santa, I want another present. Oh, Danny, I love you so much. It's it's it, very And then weird. it'll just switch into, is he actually British with this <laughs> line? And he's just a, a confounding character. And uh, as far as we can tell, this is the only role this actor, child ever actor, has held. ever in. To the point that when I try to look up information <laughs> about his name, he apparently shares the name with a stunt coordinator who would have been 18 during the time of this movie 36 now so he couldn't have been this kid but i'm like i don't know maybe he has andy milanakis disorder and he was actually 25 when he was in this movie and that's why he was doing weird british lines but yeah he yeah it's not surprising after seeing this movie that he did not go on to be in any other movie i would have hired him i wonder how he sounds like today he's has uh, he grown into his voice he sounds like this because he's dead Oh my! Wow, <laughs> and his then, career is dead. He, maybe he's like a lawyer now. Maybe. And then Danny, uh, we see he's our main character-ish. He's playing on a computer, playing like a flight simulator yes. game. And then very important for later. His brother comes in, Peter. Let's see, we've got to go decorate the tree, Danny. <laughs> and he's fuck. It's Christmas Eve, <laughs> and I can't believe any kid, no matter how much of a dick he is, and Danny's kind of played out to be kind of a jerk older yeah. brother even as an adult i'm counting down the days pump, of christmas for christmas and then i get it is christmas Definitely. day and then it happens and it's over and i'm like oh uh i Sad. feel nothing anymore now i gotta go back there's to no work. joy left in the world no more uh, but it, danny is completely taken aback that it's christmas he opens up his velcro wallet he un oh. tears up he only has a single dollar bill inside so uh oh I guess no. he needs money to buy Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. So yes. then he sells off all of his stuff to, to his Peter. little brother who has all these loads of money. We Where's didn't really see everything he sold off. But yeah, he's got money to spare. Like big bills. 
But the parents find out about this and they get very mad at Danny, make him pay it back. Well, Peter's like, but he was doing me a favor. Yeah, Peter. Mother, is, he loves me. Please, Danny, hit me more. <laughs> what do you think to make my brother love me? <laughs> and then the, the parents have some offhanded oh. comment of being like, you're just acting like your Uncle Nick. Well, Uncle Nick's kind of cool. He's a cool guy. Shut up, Danny. Yeah. Danny goes back to his room, mm. all mad. and then He's he, a crook and a cheat. He looks forlornly at a, a picture on his mantle or his side table of him and Uncle Nick, who is, of course, yes. Brian Cranston. They're wearing sunglasses in a place that I guess they eventually say is Monaco. And... Uncle Nick looks like the coolest, He's so shittiest cool. uncle in this picture. He's extremely cool. And we get to see how he really is because we immediately cut to see Nick in a situation not dissimilar to Santa at the beginning of this movie where he is tied up in a chair yes. with something like a bandana covering his eyes. And he is being interrogated by ostensibly the villains of this movie. That they're in it a little bit. Nerds? Like three scenes. Yeah, they are kind of nerdy. They're nerdy, but then they're also in this situation where they have him tied up and they're interrogating and be like, where's our fucking money? And why did he owe him money? Do you remember what the deal? Do we even know? So Nick is not... He's a a white-collar criminal where I guess... Just a con. Loan shark, a con artist. He got some money, tried to invest it around, but he lost it. Did he just spend it on himself? Who knows? But now the, the people have come to collect and... Yeah, they owe him like thirty some thousand dollars. But yeah. yeah, they look like Revenge of the Nerds type characters. So yeah. how are they really gonna make good on this? And then walks in from behind Nick dramatically. Well, yes, cause, cause, cause they, the enforcer. They, they say, "Yeah, we have somebody that'll get it out of you." And they're like, "He's like, oh, another one of you guys." And then yes, Elliot Who, comes walking. Who's in a the really? Scene. He's a big buff Asian guy. Yeah, and he big man. You know, leans over, is like shaking Nick by the shoulders, like, "Oh, really? Like scary? Like what's he gonna do?" And then as he's like going in, he just grabs his nose, his nose. and like pinches it. Pinches. And they're his like, nose. "Yeah." There'd be more from that yeah. coming from Elliot. So, like, that's the only jokey part. But, like, the rest of this is kind of played fairly seriously. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's like Christmas. Yeah. Your uncle. Somebody's coming to collect on his debts. Yes. Ooh, those are some nice kneecaps there. Nick would be a shame if anything happened to <laughs> So, yeah, they're, they're basically guarding out his place. They almost wrecked his computer. His computer is very important to him. We know that. Yes. Lappy. Very important. <laughs> his computer that apparently he uses for his business that caused them to lose all their money and like it's got all these it's got big viruses on it like like he runs the world basically with this computer so they say all right we'll leave lappy with you yes. but you better have the money by i don't know the next day christmas or whatever yeah and they leave and immediately nick is about to skip town he packs up his bag packs up his computer into it and his wardrobe has to be commented on because <laughs> I asked Jacob, oh, what What would you describe the way he looks? And cool. What he, Jacob just said cool, and that is right, or at least in the mind of whatever midlife crisis right. guy wrote this movie, because he's wearing a fedora, a leather biker jacket. One which earring. With, yeah, he's got one earring. The leather biker jacket has, like, patches or pins on yeah. it. Kind of like, looks like a punk. it like a peace sign or something weird? Yeah, it kind of just looks like what? something a, a punk might have. He's got yeah. fingerless gloves yes. on. I mean, there's just so much going on. The fedora, though, the cherry on top and he slips out of, onto his fire escape to because 
I don't know how he knew, but I guess Elliot, maybe they said that Elliot was going to be guarding, guarding. the front of his apartment building. And we get some rockin' swing tunes. Yeah, well, because he, well, he's... Cherry he, poppin' daddy's he up almost, in here. He almost drops his computer. It's like hanging by like his foot, and he's like trying to like grab it. And now yeah, it's an overly music. dramatic escape. Yeah. It's just like, just like, let him get out of there. He gets down, he sees Elliot around the corner, he tries to Hide stealth it. around somebody carrying a Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. And they and, load it up, and he's... Just stuck there, like crouched down, yeah. and Elliot looks at him, and then they just the exclamation point once goes above uh, yeah. Elliot's head. Yes. The chase continues, and Brian goes around a Christmas tree. Elliot goes through the Christmas tree, and eventually they end up running. Or Nick Brian Cranston runs yes. into uh, some kind of mall Santa or outdoor Santa yeah. area, which is kind of weird because this is an area where there's actually snow on the ground, so that would mean it'd actually be kind of cold outside. So you wouldn't want an outdoor Santa. True. Enclosure, for lack of a better word. But he goes in there and then... Uh, goes into the bathroom. Yeah, and it's so weird. Uh, and that... he, like, th- there's a Santa taking a dump in the toilet. I and mean, he... he could just be taking a nice sit-down pee. And he pulls his pants off. He reaches underneath mm-hmm. the stall and he rips the guy's pants off him. And fortunately, the jacket has been thrown over the top yes. of the door. So then he's able to grab that. Very convenient. And then finds a, a beard and a hat somewhere else. I think it was on the, the door, too. To complete the, the look. And as he leaves, he runs into Elliot. But he's able to trick Elliot, even though he calls him by Elliot. He's like, oh, I'm Santa. Of course I know everything. Yeah. Which then I commented to Jacob is weird. And that's something that they always have to, like, skirt the line yeah. of in these movies. Because... Kids believe in Santa, but then they're always getting some feedback from friends or whatnot that Santa's not real. So these movies will have people who don't believe in Santa. Like there's a scene where Caitlin tells Peter, oh, Santa's not real. Elliot should be one of those people who doesn't believe in Santa. But but he does. He's like, oh, yeah, Santa would know my name. Yes. But then we're seeing in the scene that he got those clothes from a mall Santa. So we would know that that's not the real Santa. So it's just like, it, you can't think about it at all because there's just paradoxes all no. over the place. It, it, and eventually we meet the real Santa. Yes. <laughs> so. and, but the, the whole Elliot seems kind of funny too because, yeah, he's like, Elliot, you know, of course I'm Santa. And then he just like starts like slapping his face and he's like hitting him and like, I don't know. It's yeah, like, I really, feel very, I don't know, Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, he's just like hitting him and like he's like, like really Kids like would definitely love it. It was. It's funny face. that Jacob's like, that was funny, and I'm just like, eh. And he's not like, Elliot doesn't do anything because he thinks it's Santa, otherwise yeah. he'd probably beat, beat this dude's ass. Santa apparently is on his own naughty list that yeah. just manhandles people's and, and, faces. And, 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 and then, like, he realizes, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, and he just runs away. He just hops on a bus and goes to the Wrigley family house. Yeah. And knocks on the door, rings a doorbell, the, the pop, the papa. Papa. Yes. And he is not happy to see Uncle Nick, but Uncle Nick is all suave and cool. He's like, hey, Peter Cottontail. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a cottontail. Okay, all right, next. And then he's like, he says something to the Dan daughter. Dan the man. He's like, oh, you who's sexy, runway Sexy model? runway model, okay, yeah. Take it easy, Uncle Nick. And, and then, he, yeah, he, just... He, Dan the man. Okay, I guess that's the best that Uncle Nick has. Goes in for a kiss on the lips of the uh, the mom. The mom and the dad in the corner. <sighs> but you know she she does not reciprocate. No. She, uh, uh. Uh, so yeah, the parents are not like super happy to see him. No. Uh, and and, and and he's still in full um, 
Santa Claus he is outfit. Saint Nick in yes. every sense. Satan of the Nick. Satan Nick. <laughs> <laughs> why, why? We've had you know Santa Slay S L A Y as a whole ah. movie. There's probably a Satan Nick somewhere. Probably the parody. But the family gets interrupted as they're reading. Twas the night before Christmas, so it's yes. nighttime. They're about to send the kids to bed. But then Nick shows up. But then the parents' pagers, they both have Just two going different off. pagers. They're going off like They're crazy. blowing up. And they got to go to work. I, so it's very I convenient. I might have missed like, what they were up. talking about. But they yeah, they have to go I don't to remember, work yeah, I don't on Christmas why. Eve. The last time the dad, we see them until like the last minute of the yeah, film. The dad is wearing a suit and tie. So he's got some kind of nice job. I have to go to business now yes. on Christmas Eve. And then the wife also, maybe she's, I don't know, maybe she's a nurse or a doctor or something. We didn't need to know about the parents. It's no, it's purpose. actually kind of funny that it's just like, all right, get out of here. <laughs> no. And then, oh, right, Uncle Nick. Before they leave, though, yeah, they're barking orders at the kids. They need to go to bed. The kid's like, well, we don't want to go to bed, father. Please, and, no. <laughs> but eventually, so the, the two younger kids, Peter and Runway Model, go to bed. And then he just starts yelling at and his. Danny's like, "Nah, I want to stay yeah, with Uncle with Nick. Nick. Fucking he, go to bed he is, now!" Like we were saying, like this is the most upset we've ever seen a decom parent. Like he's pissed, and like Danny's like, "Okay." I mean, Danny, shit. I guess, did basically extort his brother for a bunch of money. Oh, yeah, and then, and then that's what he said. After the shit you pulled today, Danny, and he doesn't want him to spend more time with Uncle Nick, who's a, a bad influence. And then, he, and then he walks by his dad, and he's like, you know, "What did he say? Like, Merry Christmas, I love you." And his dad's like. Doesn't even like say anything back to it. I don't remember that. All the kids are in bed, and then Nick is left alone, and he's working on Lappy, yes. trying to, uh, I don't know, make money, but he's got no money. And then the villains all Pop of a sudden up. show up in a video screen, and they're like, hey, all right, see, you thought you could get one over on us, but we have your email. Yeah. Uh, the computer the stuff in this email. movie is very stupid. Where, yes, if you have email, you can just force hack your way to somebody's yeah. computer with a video screen and this was before i would think really any computer would have built-in webcams yeah so who knows how I they mean, did i that. think webcams might have been a thing but they would have had to be a, probably a fairly bulky Big. external thing yeah. for the computer and then you have elliot creeping in the background but it's also the time where it's like oh well nobody knows about computers so we can just do whatever do the whatever fuck we want yeah. So he's struggling. He can't close the video window. There's no. an X in the corner, but it's not working yeah. because they're hacking him because they have his email. Exactly. Uh, but then he, luckily enough, has a handy super virus super on his virus. desktop. That it's a skull and crossbones icon that he drags onto the video screen part, and then it all kind of like fizzes out. He's like, he's like, yes, I just fried no. their fried their hard drive and any other one within like, fifty miles. Brushes off his shoulders. All right. That, yep. That's that. And, yo, oh, everybody else's computer in the vicinity is fucked. Yeah. And wouldn't you know who is right in that 150 mile radius? Ceiling shot. Crash into the ground. Santa's sleigh. I like how you said ceiling shot. Sky the, shot. The sky is the ceiling, ceiling shot. of the world. <laughs> yes. Jacob, Truman we Show. Live, yeah, we believe, live the in Truman a simulation. Show. Yes. <laughs> we never went to the moon. Uh,. <laughs> So, yeah, then we hear some, you know, we can easily tell it's going to be Santa at this point. Yeah. We're yelling, Albert, what's going on? <laughs> and we hear a little elf. That's the only time we ever hear the little elf, Albert. Well, we get a little bit, a little after that because 
Uh, yeah, we hear like a crash or something, and then Nick and Danny both move into the fireplace area. Like of the it must house. be a big squirrel. Yeah, because they both hear something, and then they're hearing something coming down the chimney, and then all of a sudden they are frozen. But, but they're still like moving. It is magic frozen. Yes. Where it's one of those things where they do freeze frame some people. In in the movie, yes. And I don't know. Different I feel scenes. like it's maybe that all of the Disney movies or the disney channel movies are shot not on like film they're like shot digitally where it looks faker just with like the quality of what they're working with when they just freeze somebody in place because they've done that in some other disney channel movies and it always just looks bad where maybe they chose not to do that because it always looks so bad so then we get them just standing in place kind of wavering a bit in the air because Brian Cranston's a good actor, but he's not hes not a Times Square statue impersonator. But then Santa, yes. in a horrible... Speaking of horrible effects, they chose not to go in that direction. Particles. Fully. He comes down and... It look, looks like a bunch of floating dipping dots. DNA. What's the <laughs> DNA from the Jurassic... Or not from... from uh, like Ch- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Something from like a, a scrubbing bubbles. Charlie <laughs> and the Chocolate commercial. Factory. It's Mike TV in the air. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Maybe slightly better than a movie made in the seventies, <laughs> but yeah, oddly enough, the it's a bunch of different colored bubbles, but they're all mostly blue and green with a few red mixed in. Yes. So it just looks really weird, and yeah. then they materialize into Santa Claus. Yes. And it turns out that this is he's talking on like an earpiece to Albert the El- I, we assume he's an elf. Maybe he's a uh, just a, a, s- a strange lover. I don't know, just some teenage tech guy he's working with. But he's got this orb that that allows him to materialize. So it's like, so he's using technology because he says that the he has an offhand comment about the reindeer, reindeer having had the flu. flu. Yes. Bird flu, swine flu, reindeer flu. flu. He's like, oh, I hate this technology. Well, then how does he normally get down? No. Nah. Through the chimney. Whatever the case is. Who knows? Since they're still frozen, he's like, oh, you're saying this is the computer, Albert? He walks over to the computer, and then Albert talks him through what to do. And he's like, oh, this must be it. And then he takes Literally the virus points icon. points and drags, clicks, and deletes. Yeah. Which I guess was not just like a one-time virus. EMP thing. It was like a constant thing where like nobody's computers were going to be working or something. Yeah. Which is weird. And then Santa goes to, he's like, well, I might as well start here. So he pulls out of his bag a few small presents, like very small, like miniature. And I thought this was a cool kind of conceit about how Santa would be able to carry so many presents in his bag because they're small. Yeah, I agree. And then he takes them out and he uses this techno orb. The same magic ball that turned them into particles. Yep, to... Make him bigger again in real size. So it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yes. And then, oh, yeah, he drops the orb after doing the stuff with the presents, but then it causes Danny oh, yes, to yes. unfreeze. So, yes, they're looking. Yeah, they were looking in the fireplace because they heard the noise or whatever coming. And he stops time, and they're still staring at the fireplace. And then, yes, he drops the orb, which unfreezes time. And then all of a sudden, they're seeing this giant santa dude in their giant santa dude. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean yeah they don't know he, who is, he is big so yeah they're like oh is this like a home invasion, invasion. and i was taking notes so I'm like where'd it come from what the hell so nick was holding kind of like a, a what the little shovel fireplaces have to like yes. move coals and stuff around so as i'm taking notes i just assume he whacks santa yes. with it but, but he, jacob says he trips i don't know if he tripped on the ball 
trips or on the I don't know what it, ball, he trips or maybe he catches something like happens. the carpet or like a and rug he smashes or like his head on the fireplace and just like like falls back like timber just falls back like out cold. Which I would think would be seeming getting hit in the head with like a, a shovel would seem more cartoony. Where having him trip and fall would be like more like oh no, did Santa <laughs> actually die? <laughs> So then uh, Nick and Danny are like, oh, shit, what's going on? Yeah. They start freaking out. And then uh, they pick up – Nick picks up the orb and is messing around with it. Or Danny, I think, was messing around with it. And he causes Nick to shrink. Shrink small. Like the presents to be small. Oh, wow, that's crazy. So then And then Nick gets him. the ball. And then he freezes Danny. All this is kind of happening at once. Then before they're like, who the fuck is this? And now it's like, oh, shit, this is like magic. So it's the real Santa. Yes. And then Danny's like, oh, Santa's dead. Which then Nick quickly is like, no, <laughs> no he's just he's not. knocked he's... unconscious. But yes. even for like the moment the movie entertaining the idea that <laughs> Santa dead. might be dead is kind of crazy. <laughs> yes. So then Danny's really freaking out like, oh, shit, how are everybody going to get their presents? And Nick is yeah. just, I don't give a fuck. That's what he said. It's not our problem. It's not our, you know. Not up to us, but yeah. But when does he freeze him? Uh, okay. So yeah, he like he's messing yes. around with the orb. He freezes him, and then he's trying to unfreeze him. But then, but he turns into the blue particles, yeah, which takes him up, up the chimney, the chimney into the sleigh, and he's hanging out, almost falling out. Like and then to he his death is amazed with all the technology of yeah. the sleigh. Not only does it shrink and enlarge things, it stops time. It does particle transportation. Maybe there's more to it. Yeah, and then he's seeing, like, oh, there's a computer. Oh, what's this? It's got a joystick. So then he comes back yeah. down the chimney, unfreezes Danny, and is like, yo, you know what? I think we should go deliver the presents. The, and he says, the sleigh's just like that flight simulator game I gave you. He's like, how, how do you know? How do you know? And he's like, I've seen it. I think he's, I've seen it. Yeah. He doesn't really fully explain, like, yes, there was a, a time pause yeah. for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fans. It was not Zao uh, <laughs> World, though. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, they get up and they start delivering stuff. And they decide to, Nick says, he's wearing full Santa outfit now, yeah. to let's start with the rich people. And he gives some justification for why. We'll steal from the rich and give to the poor some real Robin Hood stuff. Well, no, he does not say that. He no. just says, let's start delivering with the rich people. And it's because Nick wants to steal from them. Yes. Because while Danny is off or he's just doing stuff, Nick is using the, the shrinking ability of the orb to shrink down like a grand piano. Piano, uh, couch. Yeah, he the starts couch. off with some weird stuff like a candlestick holder. A great silver. But as the movie goes along, he escalates to Cars. a car. <laughs> yes. Which Danny, being on the roof for some of the movie, you would think would maybe notice a car that was there before Gone. not being there. And they're fully utilizing the ability of the orb to pause time for the people in the house. Yes, because we, we see the people several times. Like he steals like a stool out from under some guy's feet and they're... And that provides for, yeah, some fun stuff. Yeah, yes. They pull off an ottoman from a guy, and then his feet are still standing in the air. And he we'll steals see... a biscuit from a dog's mouth and eats it. And we'll see one when they go to a ritzy party later yes. on that is particularly fun. So I just I just think this is a very fun concept for a Christmas movie. Yeah. Or just, yeah, this shitty uncle using these Santa powers to steal stuff, and he's storing it all inside of the Santa suit. So yes. his belly starts to grow as the movie goes along. 
And it's also at this point with Danny messing around on the computer that he discovers Santa has some algorithm of what you want for what, Christmas, yes. how many naughty things or good things that you did, and how what, what you that deserve. Means for you. <laughs> so yes, a, a rich girl wanted a real pony, but she did thirteen naughty things. Yes. She, so she gets an ant, ant farm. farm. <laughs> so I mean, it's something alive, but it's not fun. Yeah, it's it's not cool, but you just get something completely unrelated <laughs> to what you want. And then Danny, I think, eventually looks himself up to be like, oh, I'm, like, super he naughty. He beat my brother's ass, and I, something, there was something else that Yeah, he did. and he's like, that was why I, last year I got the, the best disco hits of the 70s <laughs> or something, which, yeah, I think, I think that is better than getting cold. Let's just get something that you absolutely would not <laughs> want. Uh, so then, uh. back at home, Santa is still just completely splayed out on the floor, and Peter, the little boy. Peter? He comes down and sees Santa, and he thinks it's still Uncle Nick. Yes, he, he says Uncle Nick, and he like straddles him. Yeah, he, like, he he's crawling like up to, him. Yeah, there's no better word than straddling. He, yes, Santa. he hops on his belly, and he's like scooting his way up to his face, and then like then he, he just ah yeah he, just he, he finds out that it's not Santa, and he turns to the ceiling and screams. Yes. Then the sister comes down, and they immediately decide to tie him up, because they also think he's a home intruder. And this is the scene we see at the very beginning yeah. of the film. But then immediately Santa, like, explains, like, oh, like, I know that you cheated on a test in the third grade. Off so Ricky like, Berwitz well, or whatever Well, fuck, you are Santa, so then they yes. untie him. So yes. it's not quite as dramatic as having him tied up and gagged like <laughs> they had at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I think, the first time where Peter starts to sound British in some oh. of his line delivery. And I'm oh, sure if he, man. maybe he was British, and then the, the director's just like, ah, I don't fucking Just care. let it go, I, kid. Just I, do what you I need. don't want to have to deal with coaching this kid to get his lines right. We'll just roll with what we no. got. So Santa figures out that Danny and Nick took his sleigh. After going outside, and he's like, He's on the naughty. Nick is on the naughty forever, all time yeah. <laughs> super bad guy list. This is this is the worst possible situation. Yes, and, and the brother is not good either. But, but then Caitlin says, How do they have your sleigh? Oh, well, it's computerized because the reindeer are sick. Well, if it's computers, I can track it. Doesn't it have if it's a computer it as a web address? And yes. it's like, no, that's not how this works. In the in this movie, that's how it works. So. I believe, and I'm not a tech, I'm not a techno wizard like Caitlin is, but I think a proper term would be a MAC address, oh. and they see like capital letters. It stands for something when you're receiving internet through an ISP or using the internet protocol or whatever. I think it is then tied to your device through like a MAC address or something like that. I yeah, just know sure. that from trying to spoof my router to be a certain mac address so then i could get street passes with my nintendo 3ds Jeez, look at this and it guy. did not work because it was too complicated for me but she says well it must have a web address is it santa.com and santa says no that was taken it's like s.22.clause clause 2.com yes and then oh well that's something to go on but we have to go to the computer store because all of the computers here are too weak to access the internet <laughs> they needed this special do you have what the special one was uh no it was some stupid drexcon 5 so oh, yeah. back with nick and danny uh nick's continuing to steal stuff and then danny goes on a bit of a weird power trip where he sees a kid he goes to school with and he's like you like to beat up on kids you know what you're not yeah. getting what you wanted you're getting a punching bag yeah and then Nick's like, oh, that's weird. Why did you give him a punching bag? And he explains, oh, well, it's a good way for him to like channel his anger. 
And then it's like played off as, oh, that's really thoughtful of you, Danny. And not like a fucked up thing where Santa can decide, hey, you get an ant farm, but for Danny to do it, eh. And Danny's, you know, he's like a borderline bully, at least within his family unit. But then Nick's like, oh, that's really cool. So then they sit down and then we get a little history of Nick. And I don't know, it's quite the genesis of why he became a shitty person. Or at least why he doesn't care about helping Santa, except he's pretending to, is that, oh, I really, as a kid, I had asked for all I wanted. This this is the only thing I wanted. Just this really simple request. Jimi Hendrix signed really rare guitar, you know. From a specific music store. Yes. Which I asked, did the music store have a Jimi Hendrix signed guitar? Or he's like, no, Santa, I want you to To pick this up. From this store, from the corpse itself, who maybe would have been dead or alive, who knows? But that's why he's uh, anti-Christmas because he didn't get this multi ten twenty thousand dollar item. Presumably, he was naughty then. Yeah, he would have gotten it if he was good. Maybe I can't remember if he says what he got instead. He's like, I just got a car instead. (laughs) (laughs) Back with the kids and Santa in. Overall, this movie is pretty good, but one of the standout scenes of this movie is Santa eventually figures out, because he's like, where are your parents' sleigh? And they're like, oh, Santa, and they get in an SUV or something. And he's driving. Yeah, he figures out how to drive, and then they're They're stopping, going, stopping. Weird, uh, sketchy alley, and they're seeing, as they're rolling up, graffiti on the walls. Oh, shorthand for this is the bad part of town. Caitlin's like, oh, we shouldn't have taken this shortcut. And they keep going down the alley, but they're blocked by a car and a bunch of hooligans. Playing some rap music. And then spray painting graffiti. (gasps) Santa rolls down the window to be like, hello, folks. Jolly good (laughs) evening to you all. Merry Christmas. Put that fucking window up now. (laughs) Get him up now. And then they they just like approach him like, yo, what's up? This guy, who the fuck? And, and then, they start fucking rocking yeah, and rocking the. <laughs> which is, it, you know, gets de escalated quickly, but yeah, the kids. Because he just gets out of the thing. He just steps out. He don't care. And then they all back off. So Santa gets out and then <laughs> is like squaring up the greatest like scene gonna, in DCOM history. He's going to fight the, the gang leader who we later yes. learn is named Pablo. Pablo. Uh, and then Pablo comes in for a big swing. I don't know if actually he swings, but Santa just goes in to like starts tickling. Him. Yeah, he like. I, and Pablo's like, the fuck? <laughs> and it happens like three him. or four different times. Like he tries to like attack him and he just like puts his like, I yeah, don't know. So he goes in for the tickle a couple of times and then Pablo like giggles and like backs off. And then we get the standout scene. Yes. Well, really, for no reason, Santa pulls, uh, I don't know, he a wall Matrix runs. Move. He, he wall, wall runs, runs up, up does a flip. Yeah, flips. <laughs> with the way the shot is framed, like it slow. looks like he doesn't actually move anyway. But then it cuts to him being behind Pablo to get like a reach around to Tickle, yes. And Pablo's like, yo, dog, you're okay with me. He says, you uncle, join, uncle. You right. can join my squad. Yeah, he's like, all right. He turns to his gang and is like, y'all can't tell anybody, but uh, you know what, Santa? Or he doesn't say Santa, but he's hey, you cool with me. You want to yes. join up? And then uh, they befriend the gangsters who then guide them to yeah, the Yeah, they're like, hey, hey, you got to look out, man. Hey, there's some tough people out here. There's some real weirdos, real wackos. And then they like, yeah, they guide him to the computer store. Yep. And then they've got a, a car with hydraulics. And it goes, so it goes low riding. And then <laughs> and it's, it's playing the hip hop. And as they go away, oh, yeah. he's like, that's a real catchy tune. He's like, I could fuck with yes, that. Yes. Love that music. 
So then they go into the store, which on Christmas Eve is yes. still open. Well, I guess we don't know how late at night, but at least late enough. There's that still the people kids walking around. Bed. There's still yeah, yeah. There's still people like walking around outside. But it's still like damn, retail's fucked up. You know, they can't even get Christmas yeah. Eve. <laughs> and as soon as they walk in, Santa's getting yelled at. He gets accosted by the store manager, who just assumes that Santa is a mall Santa, and he's like, "I could have used you earlier. We were busy during the like the fast afternoon shift. Like, time or whatever." So the yeah. computer store has a Santa Claus working there, yeah. but not as takes like kids and like sets them on his lap he just works he there. shows yeah he shows them <laughs> where like, stuff I needed is you to cashier santa what and he's like fuck? these damn temps i hate temps he says so he's completely focused on santa and not on the like kids. the kids who are just wearing pajamas yeah <laughs> hey you know no shirt no shoes and no then, service yeah, nothing I, about pajamas and then caitlin just i thought they came in together they definitely came in they together. They came in together, and then the kids walk off as yeah. he's being talked to by the And then the Caitlin comes up and like, hey, sir, can you... Or, well, I'm sorry, I'm doing a little Peter voice. She but, says, uh, sir, can you show me where the... the Computronics yeah. 2700 <laughs> is? Exactly. So she finds some display that I guess is hooked up to the internet. It's like the greatest supercomputer of, of our time. Yeah, it's she's, amazing. She's hooking a bunch of computers together because that's how computers work. You just yeah. gotta plug them all yes. together and then to you make a supercomputer. Just wrap them together, put duct tape on them, <laughs> and it's together. Exactly. Uh, the Wii was two GameCubes taped together. Everybody oh, knows this. So then she. She's doing something, and she gets into the sleigh, and she's starting to control it because she also has, like, a flight joystick at the and, and, computer station. But during this time, too, Peter is, like, the lookout, and he's he's in the aisle. He's deterring the store manager from, like, finding him. And then he's like, I got to take a piss. He's about to, like, pee in the middle of the aisle. Oh, I completely he's missed like, that. He's like, he's like, no, don't do it there. I was like, <laughs> don't do a wee. Yeah, he, like, turns around and just, like, pretends like he's about I, to pee. I, yeah, I completely missed that. I was like, that. oh, boy. So Nick and Danny, and I missed really what was going on, but they can tell that somebody's controlling it. But then it's not like, oh shit, Mentioned. what the fuck was that? Who? Yeah. They don't think it's Santa trying to control no. their sleigh. They're just, I don't know what's going on. Maybe Nick secretly thinks of like the bad guys hacking in. Because remember the bad guys? Well, yes. you'll need to remember them uh, in like 20 minutes because yeah. then they come back. Yes. But then Danny comes up with the idea of like, hey, let's power cycle. You know, have you tried turning it off and on again? So they turn off the sleigh. And they drop. The signal. And, and then, they yeah, drop. Eventually, they turn it back on and they get a pull out. Oh. Foot, foot from dying, from smashing yeah. into the ground. So that works. And then I guess they just can't use the signal trick again because Caitlin's yeah. like, oh, that's it. Fried their hard drive, I think she says, or something. Yeah. Well, actually, Danny says, well, we can do this, but it'll mess with the, oh. the hard drive. Yeah, and yeah. Nick says, they I don't give a off. fuck. Do it. Yeah. So then Caitlin is with Santa and uh, Peter as they're getting back in the car to go home. And Santa declares that Danny is on the naughty for good list. Yes. Naughty. For no super good. good, bad, evil. <laughs> super bad dudes. <laughs> this is the list of, are you a bad enough dude to save the president and fuck over Santa Claus? That's right. So then Nick and Danny, the hard drive isn't completely affected them from getting a little bit further to go to this ritzy party where... People have, like, champagne. There's a string quartet playing music, but they're frozen. And they have a fun little prop where the waiter is pouring champagne into a glass of this old lady. But they have it as, like, you know, plastic facsimile of it being poured out Uh, and pooling into the glass. But then uh, Nick is able to lift up the bottle to be like, oh, it's frozen in time. And and then he licks it. He licks it. Yeah. He licks it, and then he puts it back in the glass. But then he's like, he says, ooh, mm. somebody stop me. And then he 
puts it right onto her chest. Uh, not right on, but he, he moves it so that once time becomes unfrozen, it would pour onto her. she would get... And we do hear that scream goes, later on. Oh, my! We do hear that scream. And that waiter was fired, so Nick is yes. he's a true agent of chaos. That's right. So then Danny, at this point, has the, the ball, and they had made some offhanded comment, or Nick's f- like, hey, you know what we should do? Let's go to this ritzy party. They got so much Food. Food. We'll oh, yeah, he's like, why would we go there? Because it's all adults. They don't get oh, presents yes, from Santa. Yes. Oh, well, we can go and, I mean, it is stealing, but we can steal some food and then take Give it to a homeless shelter. So Danny has the ball that makes things small. He's shrinking a, a giant he's turkey. Turkey. Well, Nick is going around not only, like, causing mischief, but he's stealing rings off of people's fingers. Yeah, just fingers. stuff that he wouldn't need to shrink Yeah, normally. small thing. He yes. steals a, a kiss. He forces a lady to kiss him Kiss on the him, cheek. yes. He's so, stealing more than just items. Kind of creepy. But not as problematic as it could have been. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, if this was like a, a raunchy Adam Sandler comedy where... Tongue. He would have like... Oh. Well, I mean, I guess we kind of saw a click and what he's able to do with yeah. some of the abilities of that. Which is uh, make very lame people be like, oh, I cried at the end. I've never seen... Click. It has a sad ending. Adam Sandler was a... He wasted his life looking at the girl's boobs bouncing in slow motion. Yes. And now I'm supposed to feel bad for him and cry. It's a sad ending. <laughs> Anyways, then Danny is coming out of the kitchen and he sees Nick with a ring on his hand as he's like, oh, look at me. I'm so fucking good. And he puts two and two together and calls out Nick on his bullshit. And then Nick tries to gaslight him a little bit more. But then he hits the button or he's like, I know your belly's been getting bigger tonight. You got things in there. He's like, what things? And he unstrings them and all. It, you hear like all these different like like just noises. No, like, the piano noise, piano, violin noise. And you just see Nick. Who's basically pressed up against the giant up ceiling up 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 of this hall. Yes. He like can't move. If he had like two more things, he might have been crushed. Died. He's dead. <laughs> One more piano and he's, he's flat. And then, oh, these things? So then Danny is super pissed. And then Nick says, hey, I was uh, I was just going to like steal them to raise money for yes. a charity against bad stuff. Like he literally says like bad stuff. He's so bad at lying. Well, he's good at lying, but he's just not able to get this one over on him. And then Nick or Danny says, you know what? We're done. I'm going home. He's like, okay, well, you can go home. Like, it's okay. Like, hey, we'll, like, figure this out. He says, no, I'm done. We're done (laughs) as a family. Yes, me and you are done. Done. We are never getting back together. Never, ever getting back together. Thank you. I just wanted to say. Now now we're copyright struck. (laughs) What happens? Yeah, they make up momentarily. Nick comes back and is like, I don't know what he says. You know what? Hey, let's go, like, return the stuff. And then Danny is like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to help Santa get this right. And then Nick's like, oh, uh, I guess you're like too good for me. I don't want to go back and see Santa. So Danny goes off in the sleigh on his own. And then Nick goes off to go sit on a, a bus bench somewhere. Yeah. Back at home, the kids are sadly eating cookies on the couch. Gingerbread. They're eating them upside down. They're eating the feet. I mean, is there a specific you eat way? eat the head <laughs> first. Get a, you gotta draw out the pain though the head that's a quick death True. for the gingerbread man the way the shot is framed is very funny it's They're very like plopped on the straight car. on almost There's Wes Anderson uh, style just yeah front facing and they're eating these cookies sadly and then they hear a crash and Danny 
which I would thought, why would he crash now? Because he's yeah. been a perfect flight simulator pilot this maybe whole time. It, maybe it's because the hard drive yeah, malfunctioned. Yeah, because we find out it's broken and yeah. oh, the hard drive's fried, so that's probably why he crashed yes. here. But they go out and... Slay is overturned upside down, I think, right? Or yeah, I don't know. Something like that. We also should mention... Up. The sleigh looks like absolute it's garbage. trash. It's, it's like, garbage. It looks basically like it could have been a high school play yeah, prop or something. It's like painted plywood. Uh, yes. I'm pretty sure the ultimate Christmas present, the other most recent. Better sleigh. Uh, they should have just taken that. That would have had been donated to like a museum. Because it's, yeah. uh, it's a cultural artifact That's you have right. to cherish forever. Exactly. Santa is very sad that I get my sleigh back and it's broken. So he's pissed. Danny goes and apologizes to Santa, kind of explains the situation. And Santa's kind of like, okay, but you still ruined Christmas. Yeah, you're still on the bad, good list for life. So Nick is Maybe. Nick is sitting on a, a bus bench right in front of a church where they're singing some Christmas music. Yeah. Very kind of... Uh, Home Alone. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Homage. You know, he's looking despondent, but he's still... Still hasn't fully changed his ways. And then who pulls up? Remember these guys? The villains just happen by and they don't hey. see his face at first or really at all. No. And they ask him for directions. To Where's 300 whatever? Da, da. Yeah, it's, Oak it's, Street yeah, or something it's, like it's that. It's the house where the kids the family live. family is. Yes, exactly. And then. He, just, he points. Well, And then he like looks up. Yeah, he points and they say, well, how far? And then he looks up because he's and like, then what he's, the fuck are these people's problems? Hides his face. Yeah. And then like, we'll figure the shit out. And then they take off. And it's a, a very and, comically and then, small car. It's a two-door yes. car. And Elliot's just crammed yeah. in there. He's the, like, oh, he's the like. The nerds are in the front seat and Elliot's crammed in the back. over him. And he's thinking to himself, 300 whatever street. Three, oh, shit. And then he realizes. Yep. Nick realizes. As the bus is pulling up. Yeah. And then the dude's like, come on, Santa. What the fuck? Are we going? And then, I don't know. So I, that, I guess that explains did he get how on he it? gets there. Was he getting on it? I guess. To, like, get to the house? Or was he going to get on the bus to, Maybe like, the house leave? was close. Maybe it wasn't. But he gets there. Yeah. Spoiler. Fairly shortly. Uh, then we see, for a moment, we get Santa... Being like, you know what? Fuck everybody. You know what? They <laughs> yeah. deserve not to get any presents. I need more things. Maybe they'll appreciate me after I take like five years off. And it's like, yeah, I guess Santa has a tough job, but I don't think it's a thankless job. I think kids fucking love Santa. Yeah. Unless absolutely. he gives them coal or whatever. But realistically, he works one day of the year and yeah. everybody fucking loves him. Yeah. Everybody's drinking Coca-Cola and being mm. like, I love this guy. That's right. So, yeah, he's acting a little entitled. And then the the villains pull up. They do. And they encounter the kids with Santa. And they're like, where is Nick? And yeah, they say, like, where, where the fuck is Nick? And they say, he's not he's here. Not here. Uh, don't don't tell us that shit. We're going to rip your fucking house apart. Yeah, don't give us the and run Santa's around. like, there's no need to get violent here and rip any houses apart. Elliot <laughs> steps up, looks intimidating. <laughs> Hello? And Santa squares up and he says, he needs some tickling. So yes. he's not pretending like he's going to fight. He says straight up tickling. But Elliot, as a true strong man. Not ticklish. No cells tickling. Straight face. Not ticklish. He's one of those jerks who doesn't get tickled. Oh, yeah. And then, unfortunately, uh, Nick arrives right there. He's like, hey, stop it. And he tells them, all right, I've got a bunch of rich stuff. I was say, you better have 30 grand in that bag. I've got all of one I of Willie's rich that. stuff. I but. I can't give it to you. 
What the fuck? Why not? Why even tell us you have it? I realized somebody told me this and that. Somebody I told me... Need to be better. The world is gonna roll me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not the, the sharpest, sharpest tool, tool in, the shed. in the shed. But yeah, Nick is saying, you know what? I'm changing my ways. I've got all this stuff, but I'm gonna have to give it back to Santa to redistribute. And then the villains start doing one of those things where he's laughing maniacally. <laughs> yeah, Elliot's <laughs> laughing. They're laughing. <laughs> and then uh, Nick's laughing with them. And it's like, why would he be laughing? And it's because he's got the orb. Yes, and he touches the thing. And then you start hearing, ha, ha, ha. Elliot shrinks. Yes. And Tiny. That's basically the end of it because the nerds can't do anything on their own. Next though, scene, we see them taking off Elliot in the back, like looking scared, looking yeah, out the he's window. Back in the back ah, seat. And he's big. He's big again. Yeah. But it's like at the beginning of the movie, we don't really know how Nick got tied up. You would think the nerds were the ones who did oh, it. Yeah. And then they reveal Elliot. Yes. But I, I don't know. So who I knows? think the nerds could kind of hold themselves, but maybe they are, maybe they're probably ticklish. So they're like, okay, we can't yes, fuck this. True. <laughs> So then Danny's, the really, man. Danny's really proud of Nick that he's come turned to, at least yes. partially a good leaf. And Santa says, you know what? This is uh, this is kind of pushing you in the right direction. Yeah. And then they have like a group hug, except Caitlin doesn't join like, in. She doesn't like hugs. She's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? We got to fix Peter's this shit. like, yes, love me, Santa. Yes, yes, he is. Pe- Uncle Santa. Peter, Peter, thank you, Santa, for and saving. And Caitlin's like, hey, Christmas. dumbasses. We yeah. still gotta fix this sleigh and save Christmas. Yes. But how? Well, wouldn't you know it? There's still one computer that was Lappy. A computer that wasn't strong enough to Get access fried. the sleigh before, but it's strong enough to be a stand-in or a substitute for Santa's operating system or yes. whatever. So the sleigh gets back on thanks to Lappy, Lappy. which gives Nick even <clears throat> probably more of a good in with Santa. Yeah. Santa says, hey, you know what? We're going to... I'll go return the Return items. all your stuff for you. The thing is, you can't tell anyone. I can't let it get out there that uh, Santa just really likes to tickle people. <laughs> <laughs> tickle fetish. That's a thing. Oh, I mean, that's like dipping your toe into oh. like the pool of the internet. Toes, that's another fetish. <laughs> that's, you know, maybe like a, a foot. Beginners. <laughs> beginners. Uh, that's just, yeah. Beginner, beginners fetishes. Internet degeneracy. Yes. So then Santa says, uh, you know what? Maybe I need to start thinking beyond naughty and good. Like, it's it's not that black and white. And it's like, wow, that's like some real moralistic philosophy yeah, being brought into here. it's shit, Santa. It's like uh, the end of The Last Jedi until they erased it by still having Rey be good and Kylo Ren be bad. It's like, oh, that could have been interesting. Uh, so then the parents come home from, I don't know, business. Work. Yeah, business. They're home from business. Remember them? We already forgot about the villains, and now we've got to remember the Who knows how long they were gone? Uh, and why yeah. are they coming home together? I don't, I don't know. It's a good Very question. convenient. Maybe they just Maybe they were just and... using work to go to some yeah, kind yeah, of they, hotel. Yeah, they went to the ritzy party to... somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they were at the party in the background. We just didn't see them. Who knows? They were at an eyes wide shut gathering. <laughs> So then dad sees good old Uncle Nick. Passed out on the couch. Laying on the couch. And I guess that all Bottle that's all of that it smearing takes. off in his hand. He's passed out. That's drunk. all it takes is the dad says, well, I guess he didn't like, I don't know. Burn the house down. Or like do bad shit. So then yeah. he's like, oh. So then he goes over, takes his coat off and lays it on Nick yes. as he's laying sleeping on the couch. And the mother comes and gives him a goodnight kiss. And it's, I just found it a really awkward gesture because that's almost exclusively what you do in movies to either a child no. 
or like a romantic interest. Yes. Usually like a woman, not to be Correct. sexist or anything. Uh, but so that's... for it to be like a, a platonic brotherly love gesture is just like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I this dad is hardly a character anyways. And that was something I would have liked to have just heard a little bit is, so the parents are really not happy with Uncle Nick. And we yes. see that he's generally a shady character, but we don't really know specifically like how that would have negatively affected the family to the point that the parents would be mad at him. It could have just been like a couple of lines about like, hey, I gave you some money and you lost it all. But yeah. one knock against this movie that generally I don't have too much negative to really say about it. So then the next morning, Nick awakes to possibly the scariest sight anybody could see. <laughs> Peter running Peter. towards him. Nick, Very excited. Nick. Uncle Nick, Uncle Nick. Oh, please stop. Uh, that uh, It's exciting because it's Christmas morning, which yes. is a very exciting time. Their present Santa Claus's came. He had already dropped off their presents. Oh, he had. They're distributing the presents. We see that Danny had to give his parents an IOU because he only had $1 in that Velcro yeah. wallet. And also, it was Christmas Eve, so I don't know, even if he had a bunch of money, how he was expecting to I go mean, buy he could have, he could have snuck a present away so from So, Danny you know, is still kind of shitty, but then, what's this? Santa must have come back, because there's an extra present. He just says, like, what is it? I can't lift this one. And I thought it was so going to be another computer, but yes. no, it is a guitar. Signed by Jimi Hendrix himself. He does himself. not say it's signed by no. Jimi Hendrix. They didn't show the signature. Which would actually have been crazy, because that would have basically mean Santa had to steal it from somebody. Because yeah. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix could not be signing new guitars. Uh, so then we get a nice final sequence of the family all sitting together and the dad's like yeah come on play nick. show me what you can do nick come on yeah it's been so long and nick's like okay okay and he starts the he pulls out an amp from somewhere which is yeah. fortunate because i don't know how good the electric guitar would have sounded without it he starts doodling around but then he starts to what just was he playing ask, was it like was it jingle bells i think I, he was playing it didn't seem it, to it, resemble it anything to it, me it, go back and listen to it it was I promise you it was a christmas song. i think it was jingle bells and as but a, then he just started shredding yes. he's like, as and, a and then he's like he's like look no no hands and he's like he's like diddling it and it's making good yeah music. he's doing the he's like yawning i think and playing it's it. the i i don't know if it's the proper term but it's the the hammer-on pull-off which is i just know something you could do in guitar hero uh, that if it was like a sequence of notes you could strum once and still do all of them okay. so it's something like that gotcha uh, so then it's oh jamming out and we get a little bit of final narration from Dan, uh, danny who daniel Really, this is Nick's movie. Yeah. He's the one absolutely. with the major character growth. He's the one who gets, like, the final moment. But then it's like, oh, we got to bring back Danny because he was the narrator at the beginning. He's, like, rhyming some more. And then he's just like, you know what? Blah, blah, blah. Family. That's the real ultimate Home Christmas Home is where you present. make it. <laughs> the ultimate Christmas present is family. And you should spend time with them whether you're naughty or nice. Yes. Which is uh, it's a good note to Sweet end off message. on. That, you know what? Naughty people do deserve love good family family so that was i almost had a flash in my brain of wanting to say the ultimate christmas <laughs> present that was the santa was claus the starring tim allen yeah we should say that Reference. it is very derivative of the santa claus yes. spelled with an e except claus. that movie went the extra step of being a kid's movie where they kill Killed santa, santa. Claus. this one doesn't die yeah and, and i would say this is a better movie than the santa claus because that one gets, it's, like, tied up with, like, weird family drama between, like, Tim Allen and, and his, his, like, kid, divorced and wife. And his wife. And, yeah. and, and that one guy that has really cool sweaters. 
Christmas with the Cranks. Yes. So I looked up, uh, the Santa Claus came out in 1994. It was a Disney movie, so Disney's allowed to rip off their own properties. Yeah, yeah. But it was seven years after the fact. Another thing we should mention is this is the last movie of 2001. So another year will be in the books. So there was the gap, and it was actually a year before the Santa Claus 2 came out. So enough time had passed for, hey, you know what, let's bring back this trope. And I'd say they would they did a better job. Yeah, it was it was a good film. I wouldn't say it's my favorite TCOM, but I don't think we can I, I can't complain about it at it's all. It's the I one I've liked about. the most in quite some time. Yeah. And that time is even more drawn out since we've been doing these less regularly, so yeah. that I can't remember. remember the last one I probably really Loved. liked. Maybe like Motocrossed. Oh. I think that was one we did sometime this year. <laughs> I don't remember. This is even approaching being like, this could just be a Christmas movie you watch every year. It's certainly better than some Christmas movies out there. This fucking kills and fucks the corpse of Jingle All the Way. Oh my god. I would watch this forever before I watch Jingle All the Way So next time they ask you what Christmas movie you want to watch, you're not going to recommend Jingle All the Way anymore didn't you have to watch that when you telling me a story about i think i mentioned it one time probably on the the ready to run episode where there was one christmas where it's like let's watch a movie as a family and i i don't really like watching movies that much with other people uh, exception to be when we are doing it for a podcast (laughs) but so i was i was bitter because you know what i look forward to christmas but guess what i'm a grump and i have no joy anymore so i was like i don't want to watch scrooge well, what should we watch? Lucas, you pick. So I the, I think the year before, my brother had talked about, oh, I like Jingle All the Way, so I bought him the movie because I'm no. like, no, this movie fucking sucks. <clears throat> so I will Hater. give you the gift of this movie to prove and stick it to you that this Jeez. movie sucks. And then you guys watched it anyway. I watched it the next year, and I don't think my brother probably had watched it in the year between. And then at the end of it, my parents were like, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> why, why would we watch that? And I'm like, yeah, the movie fucking sucks. <laughs> and actually... Peter's a bad kid actor, but so was the kid actor in that who would go on to play very young mm. Anakin Skywalker. But at least Peter was like, Comically. he was an enigma. Like, I was trying to figure it was him really out. Weird. It was a mystery trying to solve. So Just really goofy. Uh, Peter had that going for him rather than... It, it didn't take away from the movie. It added to the and movie. And it's also just like, why Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> like, he did, was in some comedies. Like, Kindergarten Cop yes. makes more sense because it's like he's like a tough guy in that. But in this movie... He's just a mattress salesman in Minnesota, <laughs> but he's got an Austrian accent. Yeah. <laughs> but he's still like a giant buff guy. It's just <laughs> nothing about it made sense. But this is uh, not our review of Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. But yeah, Twas the Night. Twas the Night. Before. Obviously, I think we've only had two, two maybe Christmas three. movies. Have we had one other than The Ultimate Christmas Present? So, I mean, this, I didn't hate The Ultimate Christmas Present. This is much better than that. And I think it is actually on, in like the upper tiers of DCOMs, in my opinions, because it just, it is one I think that almost just feels like it could a have been a, a real movie, a just movie, separate yeah. from being on television. Because it's not too goofy. It's no, not like. The very beginning with like some of the sped up footage yeah. is, and some of the effects are kind of like, eh, but other than that, like, it's pretty good. I'm trying to think. I know we get like some other Christmas movies, but I think they maybe kind of start to phase those out. But I would love if this it had happened. Where, I know this doesn't happen, but that there's established franchises. This just becomes like, a sequel. 
Well, no, just like whether it'd be like a TV show like A Cory oh. in the House Christmas or like Xenon 4 is just a Xenon Christmas, Christmas movie. Like, I feel like that could be fun and yeah. would be able to breathe life into Halloween Town or something. I mean, yeah. Halloween Town was already stealing Halloween Town, the name from the Nightmare Before Christmas, mm. to then bring in like Christmas. That'd be like, all right, Disney, you can't like double dip too much on your own properties. Yeah. But what is Christmas like in the year 2049 or whatever the case is? Like, Good point. I would be down for that. I mean, it will never happen now, but... Rest in peace. So, yeah, I think that's all I really have to say about Twas the Night. I had a good time. I had an enjoyable Christmas in July with it. Likewise, I have nothing nothing to complain, everything to add. Peter made the film. I mean, who can be mad at a Christmas movie... And I will say with that great, with, with a great actor, the, Jingle All the Way does have, it's a baffling scene, but it's kind of fun where all of the Santas are like doing Kung Fu fights mm. and Big Show, the wrestler is a giant Santa. I kind of remember that. Uh, but who can be mad at a Christmas movie where Santa does a wall backflip that was to pretty cool. tickly uh, a gangbanger? Pretty <laughs> so. cool. We've been a whole new pod. Uh, we are not an exclusively Christmas movie podcast. We are an exclusively Disney Channel movie podcast. Yes. Until we Disney Channel original movies run out of them, podcast. and then we'll just only become a Good Burger review. Oh, in. If you want to talk about your favorite Disney Channel original movie Christmas movies, you can write to us at a whole new pod at gmail.com or. If you comment at some point on one of our YouTube videos where you can find us at a whole new pod on YouTube as well, I can pull questions from there just because we haven't gotten a question for a while. No. Which is, we're not like begging for them, but like... Begging's trip. The episodes have been long enough without uh, emails and I've kept teasing no. like story time with Lucas and Jacob, <laughs> but I kept being like, I don't want to edit that much, <laughs> so let's just cut it down now. So yeah, the email is a whole new pod at gmail.com. You still cannot follow us on Twitter no. at a whole new pod. Can you appeal that, Jacob? Or are you trying to do anything? I just need do you to, just need to start over? I, or is the account need, still need, like access where we can't? I need to get on it. like a computer and try to access it and try to reset you the should password. Just buy a new computer. Uh, you got that stimulus money. That would have bought you a very nice laptop. Oh we got a second wave coming around to that, so we'll see. Not that I've heard. It sounds like we ain't getting nothing anymore. Anyways. This so, yeah. Can't follow us on Twitter. Can't follow Jacob. We're, uh, Jacob is on the all-time naughty list. Oh, no. And I'll just let but you imagine. It's not, for what, Lucas. it's not for what you think, though. Oh, man. Uh, but then you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us. Review us on there. Spotify. YouTube. Write us a good review or a bad review. We'll probably read it on the show one Ooh. way or another. But we prefer good reviews because that gives Five us, stars only. You know, especially if you're from like Iceland or like, you know, Slovakia or something. Are those weighted higher? The ratings around the world definitely they increase. They affect our, the algorithm uh, more than like, oh, fuck, this guy's from the Czech Republic. <laughs> but yes, also Spotify, Google Podcasts or whatever it's called, and on YouTube. Yes. Where uh, recently the trend seems to be people asking me to... Just upload the whole movies onto You've been the getting YouTube that? channel. Which, in defense of one person, they asked me to upload, I think, Xenon in Hindi, which is a big ask for me. Wow. But it's understandable because I'm pretty sure Disney Plus is still very limited to what countries it's actually been released in. Gotcha. So it's still a little bit harder to find some of those movies, but like, hey, 
the Zoomers nowadays, these young kids, they've had it so easy with streaming services. Yes. They don't know how to pirate things mm. or at least at the very least find Arr. quote unquote illegal streaming sites to watch yeah. them. Hey, that's how we watch uh, the Jet Jackson movie that's and right. the Jenny Project. Like there that's are ways right. to find these movies, yeah. whether you only look on YouTube or not. There was somebody who commented like twice of just like links to go watch it here, like some scam, spam oh. stuff. So I deleted those oh. comments. You know, I'm more forgiving of people just asking me what this garbage is as opposed <laughs> to just putting spam links in. So, yeah, I'm sorry we are not going to upload full movies. <laughs> we try to skirt uh, the wrath of the mouse as much as possible yeah. anyways. And I'm pretty sure Disney would not take kindly to us doing No, that. we'd probably get our account shut down. Again, always the waging war up for the 13th year. But that's about all I've got for that. And now I had planned out that great intro, and now I'm like, no, outro. I didn't think of, I didn't think of anything for the outro. No, so true. all I want for Christmas is Elliot being in the same room as my family. Wow! But do I really want that? No. I just want to be in the same room as Jacob forever. Wow. MRRL time. Me and Mark Rutsu. Me and fucking Mark Rutsu. That's fucking right. I skipped 113. I'm a fucking legend. I've never seen a 113 and I never fucking will. 112, baby. To the day I fucking die. Yes! About time I get a fucking lucky break in this fucking game. Motherfuckers. And I clutch the goddamn grenade launcher. That's fucking right. Yeah, it's this one. Right here, it's this one. My insane pace. Right here, this is the 112. Right here, yes! This is fucking it. I'm gonna have to just, I'm gonna have to find the actual whole vid off of it, and I'm gonna have to get it. Dude, what a rush! What a rush! Watch this, watch when I get the grenade Right in the fucking head! Yeah! Got a fucking 112, baby! That's right! You see that clutchness? I am fucking clutch! Look at this fucking line I take. I'm like, yeah, baby! Let's fucking do this! I wait, I wait, I wait. Right when he starts firing, they're trying to back boost me, the double. Body armor. Two quick ones. I already know I'm getting there on the perfect line. Look at the fucking pace! 50, 49! 47, baby! That's fucking right! That's fucking it! Fucking pumped watching this one again! I waited to cinema too because I said, oh my god, it might be 112. And it fucking is! It fucking is, baby! Yeah! Look at me typing, you guys. You guys didn't believe me. I'm typing a storm. Dude, I fucking just got streets once more. I yes! I fucking did it! That's right! I skipped 113. I'm a legend. I am a fucking legend. I'm a 
fucking legend. I am a fucking legend. <laughs>